Well, we know that President Biden has been willing to wheel and deal with some of America's adversaries, including nuclear talks with Iran, an immigration agreement with Venezuela, and prisoner swaps with Venezuela and Russia's Vladimir Putin. So it comes as a head-scratcher to some Republicans on Capitol Hill that the president has been reluctant to negotiate with them. More now from Jeff Mornock, White House reporter for The Washington Times. Jeff, what'd you find? Well, this is really interesting because you look at the deals uh, President Biden has made since he's taken office, and even this week, he has agreed to a deal with Venezuela's um, Nicolas Maduro, the president over there, who Biden has labeled a strongman, an authoritarian, and even a dictator. Um, Biden's opinion of Maduro is so low that he's running ads in Florida comparing former President Trump to Maduro, yet he wheeled and dealed with him this week to uh, send Venezuela a gentleman who's facing some serious uh, federal charges um, here in the United States for several Americans who have been wrongfully detained in Venezuela. And it's really interesting that that's just the latest in a series of deals he's willing to make with U.S. adversaries. But when it comes to Republicans trying to earn certain concessions from him on different policies, he won't pick up the phone and talk to him. So why do critics say this is happening? Is it a negotiating tactic of some kind? Well, what, well, what the White House says is more interesting. Is that The White House is saying that pure politics, that these, this, this Republican, these are not people that they can negotiate with. And when they make these deals with these dictators... They are bringing things home to the American people. For example, Vladimir Putin. Nobody's been more demonized, and rightfully so, by President Biden than Vladimir Putin. Yet, uh, you know, President Biden was willing to deal with him and reach some some kind of agreement to bring home Brittany Griner. Um, you know, he's always, you know, this is the latest in a series of deals with Maduro to uh you know, for oil concessions, for bring home Americans to try to get democratic reforms. And it's just it's it's interesting that they feel that the Republican Party is that intractable that they can't reach a deal with that. Speaker Mike Johnson complained that it's Biden's lieutenants that are handling negotiations when they do happen. I mean, in general, the president doesn't seem to have much contact at all with the conservatives who control the House. Right. Right. And that's been a big criticism that they have wanted him to get involved, get more directly involved. And it's somewhat surprising because when he when. President Biden was Senator Biden for nearly four decades. His reputation was a deal maker. He was willing to wheel and deal with anybody. He was always willing to give a little bit up, to get a little bit in deals. He was known for, you know, sitting down with Republicans, going out to lunch with Republicans, riding the train with Republicans, whatever he needed to do to get a deal done with Republicans. And I think what happened, well, what happened is early in his uh, presidency, you know, he tried to make some deals. They didn't go through. And I think he, re- like, uh, for an example, on police reform, um, that was something that he tried to push, trying to overturn the, the um, trying to change the Senate filibuster. That was another thing where he tried to deal, and it didn't go through. And I think he realized he wasn't getting the success he wanted and decided to abandon that practice and take a much harder line. Back in 2022, he said himself that, you know, the American people don't want a senator president because senators are known for making deals. And his point was they don't want a president who's willing to compromise and make deals, that they sent him to Washington to achieve certain goals, and he was going to stick by that. Right. So Republicans, I guess, would broadly say that the, the bipartisan dealmaker you mentioned that was pitched to America during his campaign uh, never really made it to the White House. That's exactly what they're saying. And they're saying that, you know, Marsha Blackburn told us that it's she called it unseemly 
that he's willing to that he's unwilling to negotiate with Republicans, but he is very open to making deals with people who are sworn enemies of the United States. I mean, he had uh, Chinese dictator Xi uh, here in in the United States, and he made a couple of deals with them on AI and nuclear weapons and getting the military to talk. And it seems like that's where he's directing his um, his energy to compromise and strike deals. So first up in the new year will be funding for Ukraine, which has been tied to border security by Republicans. Is he going to have to get more involved to get that over the finish line? He absolutely is. And he 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 they keep insi- the White House insists that uh, his staff is handling. But I don't see how he can I don't see how he can do this without uh, reaching out. One of the things that's kind of interesting is he has not brought new speaker Mike Johnson to the White House yet for an Oval Office sit down. That's usually tradition, even if the speaker's with another party, that the president, whenever there's a new speaker, will invite them to come in, sit down with them at the Oval Office, maybe try and hash out some differences. Um, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, was asked at at our daily press briefing if Biden had any plans to bring Mike Johnson to the Oval Office, and uh, she wouldn't. She she said she had nothing to read out. All right, thanks, Jeff. Jeff Mordock, White House reporter for the Washington Times.